Hey guys, this is uh, John, and I'm joined by Greg. What's hey up? guys, um, welcome to uh, the Because Maybe podcast official YouTube channel and the debut episode of Because Maybe right here, right now. I think I was supposed to say and Greg, and uh, I was just late late to the party in that one. My bad, but That's, yeah, I, I is here. He is here. Uh, we, <laughs> the point of this, um, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago on the extra episode that I did on the main podcast, that this is going to be like a no-frills discussion about just some crap that's going on here and now. I don't want to say no edits and it's raw, because that makes it sound like so much cooler than it, you know, than it, than it could be. <laughs> yeah. But um, today, we decided to get together, and we were going to talk about the greatest video game of all time. The Legend of Zelda. I mean... Uh... Uh, Legend of Zelda Modern yes, Skyrim. Yes, that's right. The 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 the. Oh my god. I don't know how I don't know how to describe it. It's like we we all know what it is, right? We all know it's one of those hyper fantasy role playing, you know, Dungeons and Dragons wannabe Lord of the Rings rip offy kind of thing. But man, it's a freaking great game. It, it is, and there's. There's a lot of reasons why it's a great game. Um, one of them being the amount of content in it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's maybe it's not as big as like say Oblivion or no. some of the other ones as far as like the map. But Skyrim's one of those games where, I mean, I remember the first time that I played it, like the the first time that I came out of Helgen Keep and I wandered down to the Guardian Stones. I just remember just being so overwhelmed by like the topography, yeah, and the just the 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 nature and just the real the realism of it and the way it flowed. It was really smooth and just well mapped and just just one of those games, man. It's just and it's not like it's not like a game like Super Mario where everything's kind of like you're going down the same path over and over again. You can you can kind of be your own person, and do whatever the heck you want, and I think that's the best part of it. And that's that's the thing too. Every enemy is. The way the way they built it was so good. They built it in a way that every enemy is different, but is the same. Right. You know, you don't know if you're getting an archer, a two-handed, a one-handed, a mage. Um, and then it's always level appropriate for the most part. Yes. Like like rewards, enemies, um, uh, quests that you that you know there's there's certain. You don't even realize it, but there's certain quests that you don't even qualify for until you hit a certain level. Yeah. Like, they won't even approach you about the Dragonborn DLC until you're, like, what, level 30? I think so. Level 15? Or I think so. No, that's the Dawn Guard. Whatever it is. I, so, you know, there's always there's always something new. Like, I, I remember getting up to the higher-up levels, like uh, 80 and above, and all these, like, the Ebony Warrior, yeah. and all these cool things would pop up and be like, whoa, you know, I thought I was done. I remember, um, I mean, yesterday I was watching... Um, uh, YouTube, you put me on to uh, Slack. Oh, uh, I'm put, Slack, man. He's I'm gonna, the best. I'm going to put a link for him in the uh, in the description. Great, great, great uh, YouTuber. Um, he was going through the Donga DLC, and he was showing you how to get exploding arrows, like, the minute you walk in there. And I'm thinking, okay. And then, like, he went on this whole thing of, like, this area that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh. And I've been playing the game on and off. Well, I say on and off. I've been playing the game since 2013. Yeah. You know, it's it's... The replay value on it is so good. I mean, yeah, know. no, no, no game can touch it on replay value unless it's like, um, like a tournament fighter game. Yeah, where you know it's not really out in based outcome based. It's more just defeat your opponent, move on to the next one. Yeah. You know? well, what about sports simulators? They they pretty much end up samey after a while. <laughs> yeah, you know, Matt. I mean, <clears throat> um, 
some of the bigger titles I think are especially bad about that, like Madden. Yeah, FIFA definitely. And yeah, and, <clears throat> excuse me. I know part of it's a cash grab, but and part of it's you know the demand and then the, the limitations of current technology. But it large by and large, as someone that's bought every Madden game since like 1998, ever since about 2013 or 14, it hasn't hasn't really changed. And speaking of riding on hotels, you know, Bethesda has done their share of that by re-releasing Skyrim over and over again on the... Oh, yeah, on everything. The, the VR, and it's on Switch now. Yeah, it's just... But... And, and, and I get why they're doing it, because it's the next generation of consoles and everything like that. But, I mean, if they'd have just made the time to make the Elder Scrolls six, Sure. I mean, look, right, I, Todd Howard is the, you know, the patron saint of this, uh, this particular game series. We all know this, any gamers do. And... You know, he said, well, we, we're not that far in development of this game, but here it is. Well, they've already got the soundtrack recorded. Or at least the main theme soundtrack. That's right. one of the last things you do. That's because that's advertising, marketing yeah. stuff. Yeah. I well, mean, so so I think that, that it's closer than, than what people think, which means they've been working on it in secret for a few years. Sure. The non-disclosure agreements on those things must have been so airtight that even Houdini couldn't escape, escape from it. Yeah. Uh it's, it's, but yeah, that replay value though, I think, and I think the Beth- Bethesda knew about the replay value, and that's why they keep, you know, re-releasing it. But I, I remember people complaining when they re-released uh, the Legendary Edition yeah. for uh, PC, PS4, X, the the first, because I don't think was the original Elder Scrolls on Xbox at all, like any version, the 360 or the first one. I think was the Morrowind was Morrowind on uh, the the original Xbox and the PS2. Okay. I think so, but, but don't the, hold me on that one. But Elder Scrolls Five though wasn't really on Xbox One 360. No, or X360. it was uh, Morrowind was on Xbox, Oblivion and Skyrim were on uh, PC and PC, PS3, Xbox 360. Okay, so so this was, you know, the first time that you saw a multi-platform release from Bethesda for one game. Yeah. At least for Skyrim, and uh, that 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 was pretty big. Um, and then the community mods, the Creation Club. Oh yeah. Absolutely huge. Um, being able to install mods on a, a console was really cool for me as someone who's not quite at gaming PC level yet. So. I used, I mean, I used to play with a lot of mods. I did. I like, you know, I've spoken to you about it before. I loved realistic mods. Like and survival, I'd, campfire. Yeah, the campfire, the frostfall. Um, I liked logic mods, like... Um, haste. And, haste is a logic mod. I told you about yeah, that one. Yeah, you told me about haste. Um, yeah. One of the mods that I had was called Beehives. I think I mentioned this to you before. Yeah, the, with the, the metery, the... Yeah, it just adds five beehives to the game. Outside the metering. Which it makes does nothing, sense. It does nothing else for gameplay. All it is is just you look at it. Another mod was called the uh, the courier service. Basically, yeah. it added a build-in where all the couriers would hang out. It was post office. So what, so what, so what happens if, like... If you have, if you're waiting a message and you and you walk in there, it's like eighteen dudes was. I've been looking. I've been looking for you. Right. No, I think the way the way it is is you could say to not have delivery service and actually go to the like the post office. Yes, yeah, like the post will. office. You go up and you check your deposit box, and it's like, oh yes, I've been looking for you. Here's your note from Cal Selmo. Here's your letter from a friend. And oh yeah, by the way, here's Fainal's inheritance to you. And the Aldari <laughs> Dominion says I'm eligible to win four thousand <laughs> septums in a giveaway. All I have wow. to do. All I have to do is renounce Talos. Uh, all I have to do is send in the head of Saida, and I'm good to go. Right. Um. So when you played, all right, let's get let's get to the nitty gritty of the game. When you played, let's let's start from right at the very very beginning. 
you've you've created your character, you've jumped through the building, and you told, let's go in, let's get inside Helgen Keep. I know you've only had, you've only had a handful of walkthroughs and everything like that. Who do you follow? Are you an Imperial or are you a Stonecloak? Um, I've followed both before. Um, under the advice of Slack, I follow Rayloff simply because the loot, it, there's more loot and better loot. And simply for that, no allegiances, no sides being taken. All, d- despite from the fact that I normally do side with the Stormcloaks. Really? Well, and... And that's and that's without any like thought process or discriminations. That's more or less like the empire is like the big bad daddy trying to pull down the common man, try, try, trying to give his son a spanking, basically. Yeah, and and I've always like been a fan of the underdog. Um, I remember when uh, the Rams played the Patriots in the Super Bowl, long time ago, what, yeah. 17, 18 years ago, or whatever it was. Um, Everybody was like, I don't know who these Patriots team are. I've never heard of them, but they are going to blow, or uh, excuse me, the Rams are going to blow them right out of the water. Yeah. Tom Brady is overrated. He's blah, 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 blah. And wow. So it's for me, rooting for the underdog has always been a big thing. But if I can just touch on that for a second, I think one of the biggest problems I have with the Stormcloak faction yep. is that it's basically a mirror image of the Empire. As far okay, when I think of rebels, I think of like a ragtag group yeah. who are thrown together weapons. I I I I expected the Stormcloaks to have more of a personage and sort of a look similar to that of the Forsworn, who was who that's, had that's sort, a great shift. Who sort of have they they had the look that very tribal look, a very unique and ragtag kind of put together look to look more Nordic rather than just a bunch of town guards. Right, but I mean, there's no way that a rebel faction is going to be able to have ten thousand matching stormcloak cuirasses made. Yeah. I just don't buy I, that. I don't buy that. The Empire, they have the resources, they have the slaves, they have whatever. But stormcloaks, nah. They one guy being bandit armor, another dude being yeah. Daedric. You know, that's what it. That to me, that's what was disappointing about that faction. It, it's more mercenary rather than um, military. Yeah, sure. Uh, not mercenary, uh, militia. Excuse me. Or a hired, hired thug, hired gun, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I see. I I I used to go empire all the time because it's the bread inside me. I guess I don't know. But the conquering the world thing still flows through my veins. Sure. Uh, but I now don't even do the civil war because there is so much flawed on both factions. I wish there was a third option where you could wipe both of them out because you've got. Yeah, you've got lack of religious freedom with the Empire, but you've got bigotry and inequality with the Stormcloaks. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, I mean, um, if you look back in the in the, in the history, in the lore, um, it said that Ulfric Stormcloak, um, with the, was it the uh, the Markarth incident? Yeah. Where he went in 20 years before the game started and took over the, the city from, from the Forsworn, as they were at the time, and then executed anybody who didn't fight with him. Man, woman, child, elderly, etc., etc., etc. And that shows the mark of a real, real stand-up crackerjack guy, in my opinion. Well, they're both... I mean, it's just like real-world politics. Both yeah. sides are garbage. Both I sides mean, are absolute garbage. Just you'd pick the one you hate the least. And in this case, like I said, there was it was a non-partisan judgment. No. I mean, in the beginning, I literally based it on... Okay, these guys are supposed to be the little guys, and 
Their name's pretty cool, and I like their uniforms. That's true. So let's let's go. I, well, I had you know. One of the things I love about the uh, the online Skyrim community is um, the logic behind joining the Stormcloaks, and the logic for saving Parthenax. And what I mean by that is, I'm joining the Stormcloaks because the Imperials tried to kill me at the beginning of the game. And, and and that's that's, and that's another a, that's a good that's, that's a good another reason. reason that would be another that's a good reason. But too. so did Alduin. I'll kill all Imperials because they tried to kill me. Well, why won't you kill all dragons? Oh, uh, spoiler. Uh- <laughs> right. Well, I mean, Parthenux is much more than a dragon. I mean, no, he is. And, and honestly, like, I was conflicted about the 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 Parthenax dilemma. Spoiler alert! Uh, alert. If you get far enough in the game, um, there is a time where the blades either. They basically say you're with us or against us, and what they mean by that is if you're with us, you'll go and kill Parthenax because he was, you know, uh, Alduin's right hand man in the the first era or whatever, whenever it was that he originally appeared. Right, so it's like Goebbels becoming um, the master of peace, yeah, and the anti-Nazi league saying you have to kill him. So <laughs> in this in this case. Like now, now that I know that I've, I've, you know, logged, you know, an embarrassing amount of time with Skyrim. Yeah. Really, once Parthenax shows you how to get the Dragon Wrench out, double spoiler alert, and uh, triple spoiler alert, teaches you the Word Wall shouts. He's not. He's of no use to you at all. The only, the only tool, the only thing that he's good for beyond that point is to be in good with the Greybeards. But once again... Once you get it, all the shouts, just th- they're done. If you've done the Civil War quest line and you've gotten the Whirlwind Sprint and the uh, the first and last word, I think it is, of Unrelenting Force. Yeah. I can't remember if they... They give you the first. I can't remember if they give you the third. Second and third. Second and th- Yeah. But once, once that's over with... Whirlwind. Once that's over, I mean, other than like some free loot in their place... It's yeah, it's not worth it. It's it not worth well, it. I mean, it. I wouldn't even say that. I would say it's inert. It, yeah. it offers literally nothing to you. So I mean, and plus, see, this is the thing. You are the last Dragonborn. The character is. Excuse me, one second. You are the last Dragonborn. Um, it's said in the Skyrim lore that only a Dragonborn can kill all the dragons, and Perthenax says himself, "I'm good for the moment." You know, he's like. Is it better to overcome your? Is, is it better to be born good or overcome your evil through training? Right. And he's right on the one hand, but on the other hand, he also said that the power still burns deep inside me. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't kill Parthenax and you die, eventually the dragons will start you know, killing everyone again. That's yeah, common there's, sense. <laughs> so there's some finality to it. I think that's kind of the sprinkles on top of the cake. Yeah. Um, and you know that's that's another thing that Bethesda did a really good job of. Um. Weaving, weaving in um, morals and decisions that Definitely. would fall, you know, ethical decisions. Because you'll actually, you'll actually face that several times throughout the game, and and it determines what kind of character you play. Because I mean, if you're right. a moralistic character, you follow your morals. If if you're just killing everybody to kill everybody, then it doesn't really matter, you know. If it, well, it shapes your gameplay too. Exactly. The decisions you make as well. I mean, literally. Okay, per- perfect example. Um, when you start the um, Dark Brotherhood yeah. quest line, okay, there's a lot of different ways that you can in- get introduced to it. The traditional way would be to, when you're in Windhelm, you overhear a woman and a little boy talking about Aventus Arantino, who's a resident of Windhelm. 
there's all these rumors and speculation going around that he's summoning the Dark Brotherhood because apparently someone had heard or seen of it. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So if you pick your, pick the lock into his house and go in there and talk to him, he assumes that you're a Dark Brotherhood assassin and asks you to assassinate his old orphanage head or whatever, the late the lady that runs Grella the orphanage. Grella the Kind. Grella the Kind. She's the most, not kind at all. The most ironic name in the game next to... Uh, Grimsa the Unlucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All Lydia the Not Standing Doorways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so you're basically tasked to kill her, and in doing so, once you complete it, the next time you sleep, you're abducted by the Dark Brotherhood yep. and locked in the... Okay, if you've ever been, I, I believe it's right near Morthal... Yeah, it's right. It's, it's the abandoned shack. It's right, like at the center between. It's quick. It's just as quick to go to Solitude as it is to Morthor, but it's right there. Okay, so I think it's near. Like if you were, say, you're in Riverwood and you're headed towards the Guardian Stones. Yeah. I think it's west of that. I cannot remember without a map in front of me. But um, when you get there, you're basically put in an ethical dilemma. You're locked in this. You're locked in this house, and you've got to either. You stole a contract from the Dark Brothers, so you've either got to kill somebody for them. Or, and I didn't even know this until earlier today, you can kill Astrid. Oh, yeah. Take her key, and then it starts another mission to where just, you destroy the bar. I did not even know that until oh, literally yeah. like a couple hours ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That, that was one of the first things. No, I didn't know. I just thought the first time I played, it's like, you kidnapped me? Oh, you're going to die. Yeah. You right. know? And I didn't realize that at that point, it's like, oh, by the way, you can't do the Dark Brotherhood quest line. But then again, if you are a certain kind of character in that game, you don't necessarily want to do the Dark Brotherhood quest line. Yeah. Because that's one of the great things about the role-playing aspect of it, is you, your character can be anything you want to. And if you want to moral yourself as a good character, sure, you're not going to join a band of assassins or a band of thieves. You'd, you'd, be, you'd be more like uh, companions, something with a little yeah. more honor. You now, know. that's something that, that, that Bethesda didn't do with the Thieves Guild. They didn't do it with the Companions, and they didn't do it with the College of Windhold, but they did do it with the Dark Brotherhood. What's that? If you start the quest line and don't want to join them, you have the opportunity to eliminate them. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can't do that with a Thieves Guild, which... Well, well the Dark Brothers is probably the most sinister of them all, though. True. I mean, they're taking lives. I mean, that's... I mean, I know all sins are equal, quote-unquote, but... Yeah. I mean, killing somebody's got to be worse than true, pickpocketing True, true. But remember, the, 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 everybody in Riften goes, you know what, if I just had a five... If I had five good men, I could march onto the railway and flush them out. And they're right, you know? Yeah. Um, But you don't have that option. The College of Wind... I'm not saying destroy the College of Winterhold, but there's a lot of, you know, resentment to it in the game from the people of Winterhold. I'm surprised they haven't been up there with Tauntries and Pitchforks yet. Because of that whole debacle with the half the of collapse. the town being yeah. wiped out, yeah. But the Companions is the curious one. Because if you want to be a moral character and you don't want to be an abomination, you don't want to be a werewolf, but you you have to be a werewolf to be this part of the companions. Well, to get into the Underforge. Exactly. You don't mean you don't, you don't have to stay one. So you meet the you spoiler meet alert. you meet the Silver Hand, right? <laughs> We're full of spoilers. You meet the Silver Hand, right? Right. There's no opportunity to join them. And and see, yeah, I I, I yeah, I, I wondered about that because there's other factions in the game as well. Same thing, Forsworn. Yeah, you can't, can't join the Forsworn. You if you're an orc, you can't join an orc stronghold. stronghold. You should be be able to come Bloodkin like easily. You can't join the Dominion. Can't Thalmor? Yep, you can. Well, I know that's like an upper echelon yeah. type of thing, but I mean, it's Wood Elves, High Elves that you can't. You the... can't. The only ones you have a choice in doing is the Dark Brotherhood and the vampires. 
Yeah, I, I'd love to see a little more volition later on. Um, and, and maybe it was because of time constraints. Fair enough. Maybe it right. would cost more to put those things in there. But that's something that you know I'd like to see in Alice World 6 is more variety. Everything has three options. You do Perth A, which is one side, Perth B, which is another side, or Perth C, which is your own thing. Or Sweden. You know. you go yeah. Right, and go, go neutral. <laughs> there's the right way, the wrong way, and the Norwegian way, right? Yeah. But, um, you know... I I didn't like the Companions quest line. I thought they were a little flat, and I thought it was probably the least rewarding out of all the faction oh, quests. And, and you know, the other thing, too, they're, uh, we we fight to the death with honor and, and prowess and blah, blah, and it's talking, all you know, saying all the right stuff, but then it's like, hey, you need to go here and rough this guy up. Yeah. You tell him that the companions are, are no joke and blah, 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 blah. It's like you guys just sound like a bunch of like a bunch of bullies. puffy it, shirt bullies. It, yeah, it's man. a bunch of mercenaries for hire. And the quest line itself is weak. And I, I hate I hate being a werewolf. I well, being a werewolf it. sucks. It's, it's the worst mechanic in the game. And then having to go get the Glenmore witch heads. <sighs> and I mean, that coven is just brutal. You go through one, you go through one dungeon. One cave, and then one crypt, and that's the entirety of the companion's quest line. And then, and then con- concurrently to go back, you're saying about the silver hand. Yeah. And that first, okay, when you first, uh, yet again, another companion spoiler alert. <clears throat> when you first interact in your first companion's quest, you, uh, I can't remember who it is, but you, you have an escort mission. Yeah. And then the, I can't, can't remember. Farkas, yeah. He, uh, you get trapped in like this um, cage sort yeah. of thing. Like, it's like a little cutout that has a door, like a wrought iron door in it. It, it would have been boom. a prison back in the day. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, oh, look what you've done yourself, blah blah blah. blah. And then he, um, all these silver hand roll up, and then he reveals to himself that he's a werewolf. Yeah, um, that that could have been the turning point. Right there. You either chop Farkas' head off Ju- defeat, and take it to the Silver Hand. Defeat the Silver Hand or defeat Farkas. And then you join the then you join the Silver Hand and you wipe out the companions. And that's well, the whole point of the quest line. Well, you still get the third option, though, either way. Yeah. You, okay, so let's say... Oh, you go, Farkas, I did not want to be a werewolf. I can't do this. Peace. Right. Like, you can... Okay. You can kill Farkas and then the Silver Hand can be like... Oh hey, you know that's great. We need more people like you to to kill werewolves. You want to join our cause? And you can be like, Nah, man. You know what? I just saw that and it freaked me out, and I killed him. Yeah. Because I feared for my life, and I saw that you guys were fearing for your life too. So I took him out. But look, I don't I don't want to be a part of that, and I don't want to be a werewolf. That that yeah. being the third option. Yeah, it's it's like it, that that could have been the turning point for it. I took care of it for you. Thank you. See you later. And then they just go, Okay, well. uh... We we appreciate your service, and they give you a hundred gold. And... We we appreciate your service, but if we see you again, you are dead. Right. Kind of thing, you yeah. know. Um, but the companion storyline was weak. The characters in the companion storyline were weak too. I mean, even basically, one of them was a brain dead warrior. I love Farkas to death, but damn, he's stupid. Oh uh, yeah, he's all muscle. Uh, Skewer talked like the big badass he was until he decided to go run into a freaking bandit hive by himself. Yeah. Oh look at Ayla. She's a pain in the ass. I don't like her. I like, never have. I like Ayla. I think she. Was, I think she was my either my wife or my steward in one of my walkthroughs. Oh, uh, I I married her in one of my walkthroughs, and she is the most complaining pain in the rear end as a wife ever. You know the best wife in the game that I've had, Lydia. No, 
God, no. Isolde. Uh, I had um, no Muiri. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. But the only thing that bugs me is that every time I approach her mouse, she's like, "Thank you for fixing my little problem." I was like. I was like, we don't have to talk about that. That was like 40 years ago in well, real time. Dude. Well, he, he, here's the thing, too. It's they, the way they do the marriages, it's based on... Okay. Ayla the Huntress is a character. Ayla the Huntress' wife is awful because of her voice <laughs> type. It, it, like, there's two voice types that hate every house that you move into and yeah. hate the children that you raise. Right. And that's the Ayla the Huntress's voice, so which is Earthgood, the Unbridled, and a couple of other people. But like Lydia, Muiri. Yeah, the Isolde, Muiri voices. Oh, what was the other one? The uh, the harlot that lives in uh, Riverwood. Uh, Camilla. Camilla. Uh, Camilla Valerius. Camilla Valerius. Well, you can. You know what? I've I've done this many many times. I've married Camilla, and whoever I did the favor quest for for her, at the final of Sven, I've made them my steward. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's like it's like ancient ancient times friend zone like tw- friend zone once removed <laughs> Jeez, dude i mean you know wow. um i'm i'm a big mage character i love the college quest line yeah oh yeah um well, well you just complained about the companions quest not having any depth the mage quest line does have depth you've got no you've got no escort missions for a start you have meetup meetup missions. You have meetup missions. Yeah. He, um, the Dwarven Ruin. See, in, in the Companions, there's nothing there that tests your weakness, right? So, for example, in the Thieves Guild, the um, one of the quests is you've got to follow a dude in a warehouse. Oh, that sounds exciting. But you're a thief. You have to stay out of sight, out of right. mind. You have to sneak, and it tests your limit. You know, tests your, your your limit on sneaking. In the Dark Brotherhood, there's a dwar- you have to go through a dwarven ruin, or you have to assassinate somebody in public twice, yeah, and have to get away with it. In the mages, in the college quest line, the mages guild, you have to go into a dwarven ruin. All dwarven people are res- resistant to magic. In the warrior quest, you didn't fight any mages. Which is the you know the direct the, opposite of a warrior, the antithesis of a yeah. warrior, the weakness. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you didn't get to put up your weakness. You just basically, you fought sentient beings the whole time. Yeah, and it just it didn't. But the, the I love the college quest line. Um, one of the quests was too long, in proportion to where it was in the quest line. Was it that first one where you meet at the um, you meet Tolfdir at the? No, it, it's the second one where you go to the keep, and try and save the 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 uh, guy who stole the books. Oh yeah, yeah. That that keep is so big, like it's bigger than uh, Castle Dower. I would say is it bigger than Blackreach? Because no. I don't think there's much bigger than Blackreach. No, Blackreach. Oh my god. Blackreach is like the size of the entire map. I yeah. swear, dude. It's it's evil. I've gone down and As Asphalund or whatever yeah. up there north. Spent a couple hours in the ruins. Found an elevator back at the top. I'm in Riften. Yeah. Like, I literally went three quarters of the way across the map. I mean, it's crazy. I think we've been interrupted. We'll be interrupted here in a minute. Never mind. But, um, you know, it, it was a... It, it, I, I, I love the mage quest line. I think the best quest line is the Thieves' Guild quest line. Yeah, that's that's probably the most rewarding. It's definitely the most rewarding. And most... Loot. And, yeah, and it... Um, not to back to, uh, back up too much, but I don't feel I feel like that one offered the most to the main quest line, 
Whereas I feel like the like the companions, like it was just like seasoning. Yeah. Like it was just or like an extra side. It's like, oh, they gave us green beans too. Great. Like, yeah. you know, but this but this like This is but, like a pork chop on top of your steak already. Yeah, but like the the the, the Thieves Guild, um uh like the uh Stones of uh Berenzia yeah. quest. After you complete the crown of Berenzia, oh. you get a fat bonus. I've got thousands of gems just stored in a box that I got I can't do anything with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the thing I love about the Thieves Guild quest, I think it's the one that grows your character the most. And what I mean by that is... You're going to be doing sneaking, you're going to be lockpicking, yep. you're going to be doing using illusion spells, alteration. You do you do everything, whereas... Except the, kill. Except kill. Except they don't, kill. They frown on killing. When I did the Companions quest line, I didn't feel worthy enough to be the leader. When I did the college, I didn't feel worthy enough to be Archmage. <laughs> Yeah, even though we've got a new watch Yeah, new watch mage on our hands. Senile <laughs> uh, scribbles. Senile scribbles, y'all. If you've never seen it, you have to watch That's it. That's also going to be in the description. Some right? coarse language, but um, yeah, so don't watch it with the um, highly religious aunt in the room or the kids, but it's really, really, really funny. It is really, really funny. It's, it's uh, highly quotable. I think I drop at least um, one reference a day oh, yeah, at, at the office from it. At least. Was the um, uh, murder time. In Bang Zoom, we got a new Archmage on our That's hands. Right. Bang Whatever. Zoom. <laughs> Love that phrase. Um, <laughs> but that was, the, that was the only question that I felt like I grew. You know, I felt worthy of being the leader of the Thieves Guild because I'd done all this work that right. showed I was more than just your average thief. Whereas yeah. with the Companions, I was still just chopping the same people. Sure. You know. And then, and then like, there was no okay. The residual perks of being the archmage. The job is entirely perks. You yeah. get a you get a room. You get a, a and a re- decent set of armor and a regenerating alchemy garden. Yep. Also a um, regenerating um, alchemy shelf. Yeah. Uh, soul gem table. So yeah, there's some. There's, there are some it, good perks. You don't like Codlac didn't have this like bitchin no you know like warrior room with like you know daedric armor hang- no he just had like a bed like it's exactly the same what you had. It didn't even have, that's the thing every every group had their unique armor and a second set of unique armor for when you reach the upper echelons except the companions yeah they didn't have reinforced skyforge steel they didn't have um you know hardened wolf armor and they like had that. the only guy in town that could make or in the yeah. whole uh land that could make it and he's wearing fur armor or hide armor or something like that and it's like that's that's just yeah. May the gods watch over your battles, my friend. I... Yeah, Skyrim, where every Nord is Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'm going to run to the High King of Skyrim. <laughs> they know that. Um, <laughs> so, did you kill Lydia? Um, I let's see. On my first walkthrough, no, she was my house Carl for White Run, obviously. And um, out of pure ignorance, I married her because I didn't understand yeah. how the Amulet of Mera worked. And she was the first. So I just kind of went with that. I don't think she's awful. Um, but in later walkthroughs, I did pawn her off to the Blades. I, I sometimes do that. I'll, I'll just take her up there and be like, boom, there you go. There you go. Do your thing. I, I love Lydia, man. I love Lydia. I love Feindl. And I love Janessa. Those are my... Th- Whenever I was playing a mod playthrough when I had the, like a follower mod on, those would be my three. And maybe I'd Who's, swap up Feindl for Markyrio. There's that... Yeah, I like... Even though Markyrio is a pain in the butt and kind of has a bad attitude, 
if you have like some expert robes and some good spells and like you yeah. know Morakai or some cool magic enchantment, if you throw that on him, yeah, he's he's, he's badass. Jizargo too. <laughs> Jizargo. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, That's not he, what it says here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm telling you, you guys got to watch that. Seen uh, scribbles. Seen scribbles. Uh, but um, no, I didn't. I don't think I've ever. Well, actually, I did kill her. I think it was the third, the third walkthrough I did when I did my um, dark, dark elf mage build. That's still on my PS3 that I have not completed the main quest line. I um, had her follow me up to her high Hrothgar. And then I did the unrelenting force shout on her and just blasted her off into the atmosphere. Yeah. I did. I did that surprisingly. That, I did the unrelenting force. Waited fifteen seconds. Fast traveled, and she showed up next to me without a mark on her. Yes, my thing. Wow, <laughs> she is your sword and shield. I'll, I, I, she always stands in my way. Well, every follower stands in yeah. your way. Oh, she, she, she's just so. Di- oh. She's sworn to carry my burdens. Well, yeah, if I met you for the first time as your personal assistant, the first thing I said is, here, carry this. I'm going to be, oh, okay. This this is what I got myself. All right. That's why I like that guy. I can never remember his name. Benno. What was it? Was it again? No, not Benno. Belrond. Belrond, yeah. Benno's uh, the dude from um, Marco. No, Morphal. I'm the best warrior Morphal until you beat him. And then he dies quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I was thinking. For some reason I was thinking of the cannibal in um. Uh, oh. When you get to not Windhelm. Markarth. Yeah, Markarth. When you when you walk in and that murder's happening. Yeah. The guy that runs that booth right there was at the feast of Namir or whatever. Bloodiest yeah. beef in the reach. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Now, ugh. <sighs> I, I always I always killed him. Because cannibalism was just too far even for me. Yeah. I just it's like oh oh just yeah. oh, um did you use any other followers? What was uh, I uh I like the spectral assassin. I would summon him a lot. Yes. Um except the, he doesn't shut up and says the same yeah, thing. Yeah, he 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 babbles incoherently forever. Um but lately when my in my new mage build, I've been um using the sanguine rose. Which is kind of a follower in a way. You get a you summon a Dramora Lord for <laughs> like a minute or whatever it is. My, my, I told you before my wife uh, plays playing Fallout Three, and she she's got a follower in there called Forks, which is a super mutant that has a uh, laser gun, and is voiced by the same guy, voiced by uh, Wes Johnson, great great voice actor, and you know he does the same thing whenever he gets into battle. He's like. I hear something. Come on, oh, you know, just just all this thing, and without realizing it, like I'm talking to myself as I'm playing, trying to talk my way through my strategy, and it's like, okay, so I got my sword in one hand, okay, summon folks, and the, I say, so what do you mean folks? And then I summoned him. It's like, I hear a challenger. Rrr, a you know. challenger is near. So, so now, so now I've nicknamed the Dramorod folks every time because of the Fallout character. Um, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Even I don't even play Fallout. And I know that one, but um. Um, one of the things, one of the things I love about this game, we talked about the replay value and everything like that earlier. Unlike other RPGs of, of of the era, you weren't locked into a specific class for the whole game. Now they did tweak the stats of all the races so that you know it would be beneficial for you to do this. Right. So if you're a Khajiit, it's not beneficial for you to be a mage, but you can be sneaky, you know. And if you want to be a mage, you can overcome it within fifteen levels. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the things I love. Like the other night, um, I actually bought the uh, the Creation Club. 
I've bought the Creation Club, and um, uh, which is basically paid mods. Yeah, I, I, authorized I, mods. Authorized, I, I call the um, DLC. I think that's legitimate DLC. Like, like a you've mini got, one, yeah. Because you've got add-ons like Dongard and and Dragonborn. I think those are more add-ons or expansions in the traditional sense. It's and, more, yeah. It's yeah. like a, it's like getting a, a Mario game with extra levels. In exactly. It. Yeah. So I got I got the creation stuff and using Slack's advice, I'm gonna go through Helgen. I'm gonna play with a two-handed. Heavy armor, Nord is going to be great. Tank it up. So I got into the first room, and I'm hacking away with with the axe, and the damage bar is going, to, you know, not not even moving. So it's like, okay, wait, oh wait, I saw him use flames. So I start using flames, and I start using flames, and I start using flames. And when I got out of Helgen, I was a one-handed mage with heavy armor <laughs> instead of a two-handed tank. Like, oh. Well, and and that's that's another beautiful thing about it. Um, my my original build, I went um, sneaky archer because yeah. I think that fascinated me the most. And I, and I knew that without a firm grasp of um, leveling, potion making, alchemy, that I was going to have to revert to very covert style of playing. Yeah. So I basically snuck everywhere. I crawled from town to town between tree to tree. And I my 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 character was a Nord. Oh, um, which not the best for sneaking. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. But the reason I picked it was because of the cold resistance. Ah, uh, yeah. And I knew there was going to be a lot of cold in the in Skyrim. Um, but later on, as I as my player became over leveled as an archer, I found myself branching into one handed, two handed, and I created sort of like a hybrid character. Like a guy that that could use magic to help himself. He's good with the sword. He's good with the archery. You know, jack of all trades. Yeah, like well, I mean, he he was really good at archery, but he could kind of do a little bit of everything too. So that's the other thing I like. You could build your character as an archer all the way up to level one hundred, and then branch off, and then go mage, and then go one handed, and then go thief, and then go whatever. You know. I think the appeal of mage for me was I can't play the game in third person that well. And I can't play a warrior in first person. Yeah, I, 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 I just okay. I, I haven't been able to do it. I was never able to do it because like the the shield takes up half the screen. But if you swing in an axe and you got six people around you, it covers up the whole screen. It covers up your whole screen. And you don't have any AOE spells. Whereas yeah. with an archer, they're dead before they get to you. Yeah. And with a mage, obviously, you know, all you got to do is spin around and you've burnt everybody. I'll, I'll, well, depending know, on the spell, but yeah. yeah. But with a, with with a warrior, it's just like right in front of you, and to do that, you have to play in third person. And it's kind of tunnel vision in a way. Yeah, first so, person. So I I decided do I want to be an archer or I want to be a mage, and I tried playing a mage. I I can play it now. I can play as a mage now. I just found at the time it was tedious. Yeah, it's a different, especially in the beginning. It's a different style of gameplay because like you 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 don't have any like a tr- in a true a pure mage, you don't have any armor or weapons. No. I mean, sure, there's hybrid mages where, like, I've seen people, like, elven armor with, like, destruction enchantments, with yeah. alteration enchantments, you but, know. But you don't get that until, unless you loot the crap out of everything. Yeah, but so in the beginning, yeah, as a mage, it's really hard because, like you've said a million times, I'm, I'm walking around Tamriel in a bathrobe. Yeah, you know? you're wearing a bathrobe with, with a glow around you. Yeah, so, and then, and not to mention, um, 
There is literally nothing in the game that levels slower than destruction. Yeah, definitely. There's literally nothing that levels slower than that. That's why I always like them to level 50. I'm paying for skill. Yeah, the, um, I, I typically avoid all the destruction skill books as I find them. I avoid them. I make a note of where they are, and then once I have trouble leveling, I'll go back and pop, Fine pop. Up. Also, I wait until I can get the... Um, there's a perk in the... Well, not a perk, but an ability that you get in the... I believe it's the Dragonborn DLC. For one of the black books? Yeah. You, yeah. You, um, where I think it's the... It's like Ancient Knowledge or something. Every time you read a skill book, it you gives get you two, two, skills. Po- two points instead of one. Yeah. Which is very, very helpful, especially in the higher levels, like when you get to the oh, 80s yeah. and 90s and you're trying to... And, and see, that's one of the things, too. I don't, I don't go to the island until I'm at least level 30. Because the yeah. island is set for, like, level 25 up to level 20. And you got to give yourself a little bit of grace period because yeah. those those beasts are tough, man. I don't even I don't even face Mirak or any of those people until I've got um, Dragonrend. I don't go to I don't go. I really don't do a whole lot until I've got Dragonrend. Honestly, yeah. I like to knock that main quest line out and then just go have fun and just whoop ass. You know. The other day I uh, started a new character, which was um, an illusion archer. That's interesting. Like cast fury on them, cast fury on them, cast calm or whatever. And just pick them off. But as them. a backup, I wanted the bound bow and the bound dagger, and because I played modded Skyrim for so long, I forgot that the bound dagger is on the island. So I went to the island at level four, mm. and I had it all in my head. I'm gonna swim around, swim around all the danger, and I did. I made it to the mushroom house, made it tell me three. And I thought, yes, I went in, got through all that. Yes, I got out. It's like, okay, I just got to beat this Ash Guardian. Not the a Ash problem. Ash Guardian just breathed on you and you died. And I'm dead. And I like, at this point, I'm going, do I go back or do I do the classic? I know, I'll reset to novice and try and beat him. I ended up using like all of my portions. Yeah. And I had to cast the bomb both three times because this guy would not go down. Fendel almost died twice <laughs> going through it. It's like, okay. Chalk that one down to experience. Yeah. Let's let's get back to let's get back to Skyrim. Put it back on master, and let's never speak of this again. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I know you've. Uh, uh, for those who caught it earlier, John mentioned uh, Major Slack, um, a, a walkthrough YouTuber that does yeah. a variety of platforms and variety of games, not just Skyrim. He does um, Far Cry, Fallout, and he whole... and his style of walkthrough I like too because he like plays it off camera. Makes notes. Yeah, he does and practice shows you runs. exactly how to do it, as opposed to, hey, I'm going to be blindly doing the College of Winterhold like, quest and then die in every two minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's very calculated, very organized. Um, it, it's a full time job for him. Yeah. Um, so I mean, but um, the the whole point of that being, um, this is one of the reasons, and I know you've mentioned this before, why, and the higher levels, like when you go, you know, master and above, master, expert, legendary, whatever it is. That doing a little bit of business in the beginning is yeah. so important. And I know for a lot of people, it's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. but you can't really succeed in Skyrim without doing some business of some sort, whether it be legitimate or going through a fence or bartering. You're, at some point, you're going to have to. So Slack will literally go and spend the, what, the first 15 levels, like building his speech craft, putting perk points and... And alchemy. And his speech, alchemy, enchanting. You know, he'll go find a turn on dead. 
dagger, enchant, you know, disenchantment. He'll have have level 15 archery, but like the strongest archery enchantment on all of his gear. Right, because the strongest archery portions. And then when, then like he shoots two arrows and because, because of the way, yeah, because of the way archery levels up, he's like, he shoots two arrows, they hit their target, he's up to level 23. Yeah. Straight away like that. And the other thing too, I love about Slack, um, he doesn't rely on, uh, game like game modifying mods like he uses game enhancing mods like the enhanced map the map yeah you know but he doesn't use like oh make make every dragon a choo-choo train yeah like stuff that doesn't change it you know macho man randy savage oh yeah and i like that because it makes it's something that any you know even if it's a platform a console player or pc player or something that wants mods can't do mods they can still do it yeah it's basically and you can use the mods the same way too yeah you can do the same approach with the mods one of one of the guys and we're talking to youtube skyrimers right now there's a a pair of irish brothers called bro duel who do a uh who basically that entire channel is dedicated to skyrim mods all for bethesda mods basically skyrim fallout so on and so forth right and they they have a spotlight where they do things. They say uh, the only mods that they show when they when when they test out a mod, the only mods that they have are graphical mods, and then the actual mod that they are testing is the only one that they use, or they'll use something like say they they were doing uh, a review on campfire. Well, they'd also put frostfall on there and review them both at the same time, but the main focus is on the campfire mod. Sure. Um, you know, I I love mods, so to speak, but I can never get I can never get beyond level twenty before I either see a new one that I want, yeah. or one of them starts crashing. And there, so, so I've yeah. I've I've dumped the mods and I'm going straight through the creation club because not because mods are bad. I, I, like I said, I love mods, but they've been developed. They've been created by say you or I, but they've been developed and enhanced by Bethesda to work hand in hand. Yeah. Bugs worked out. You know, as much bugs as you can work out for a Bethesda title. Let's be real here. But did you see? There's a picture going around of a plant that somebody gave the Bethesda office. It was a structure. Yeah, it's like going through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, all right. We have been rabbiting for about 46, 47 minutes. I'm going to ask a couple more questions. And it's kind of not based around mods, but based around some of the things that, that um, Skyrim has brought out through things. There's a mod called the Cutting Room Floor, which surprisingly does exactly what it says on the tin. It, all the cut content that that it had. Like, they cut an entire village out the game. Really? There's um, Every hold has the main city, and every hold has at least one town or village with the like, exception of Winterhold. Like Winter uh uh Riverwood. has Riverwood. Riverwood, Rorikstead, you have Dragonbridge, Carthwiston. Uh, was that Hor Horalden whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Old Horalden, yeah. Old right, yeah. Um uh Kynes Grove, that kind of thing. Right. Well there was supposed to be one where you know where you meet that you see that inn in the middle of nowhere? There was supposed to be a whole town built around that. Mm. And they cut it for time constraints. It's still in the game files, but they cut the implementation, which I don't understand. Um, every college professor has a quest that they cut out. Hmm. So, like, um, in fact, one of them, the, the remnants of the quest made it onto the game. Hey, you said something about missing apprentices? Oh, yes, the group before yours showed up. But oh, in, yeah. in the cut and floor mod, they actually filled in the blanks and made the oh, quest active. you had to go out and... Yeah. Tolstoy lost more than his, his Alembic. You know, he, he lost his books. Uh, he'd send you on to catch fugitives, rogue wizards. And now it's just to get his Alembic and take stuff 
pick up and deliver stuff that's been enchanted. Yeah. It's just, that's uh, that I think is what I'm looking forward to is the Elder Scrolls Six. I uh, hopefully that the success of Five, the success of Skyrim, has seen that they what they can do and what it was lacking and what they can put in. Because otherwise people are going to re- re- revolt against it. Especially because some people don't like ESO. You me, know, I, Me I, kind of being one of them. I, I mean, it's not that I don't like it. It's, it's just, different. It's just so different from Skyrim. And I was really hoping for like multiplayer Skyrim yeah. online. And I know that might be unreasonable, but I mean, Skyrim is just so good the way it is, in my opinion. That yeah, definitely. I was hoping that it was going to be... And, and it's still good. It's just yeah. And I'll be very, honest, I do different. I do like ESO. I do. I would play it more, but um, I don't have internet in my bedroom as as well as I I'd, I'd like to. Yeah. Because I'm on a, I'm on Wi-Fi, and you can't play an MMO on Wi-Fi. It's hard to stream 1080p and not have any lag on Wi-Fi. Definitely, definitely. definitely. All right, so I think we will call this a wrap for episode one of Right Here, Right Now. We, me and Greg, me and Sarah, me and whoever, will be back at another time. Maybe next week, maybe next month, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. I, these things will happen when they happen. It will happen right here, right now. Right here, right now. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Greg, thanks for joining me, man. Absolutely. And uh, you will be joining us at some point in the, in the actual real, I say real, in the actual podcast podcast stuff when we do uh, review Nevermind by Nobelina. But until then, it's good to see you. Everybody have a great day, and we'll see you, well, I guess, I guess when we see you. Mahalo. Mahalo. Mahalo.